Welcome to the Philia Podcasts. We are the daughters of those women who came before us. It is our absolute honour to have met so many incredible women fighting for the liberation of us all. Our role at Philia is to amplify the voices of those women via the Philia Conference and these podcasts. Please take from them what you can. In sisterhood and in solidarity, the Philia team. This is Shabana and I'm sat with uh, Charlie um, and this is Philia's very first podcast. I'm very excited to be speaking to Charlie from 5050. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Super excited about finding out all about 5050. So why don't we start from there? Who are you and what do you do? So my name is Charlie Brace Price. Um, I've been working with 5050 Parliament since 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, by day, I'm a television producer um, and then on the side, I campaign with Francis Scott, the founder of 5050 Parliament. Um, I've made some campaign videos with them and I've been out campaigning with them as well. So I'm an active member of the team. So what is 5050? So 5050 is basically a campaign group to try and get more women into Parliament. It started off with a petition asking government to sort it out, basically. We got lots of signatures and lots of support. But since then, it has evolved into doing kind of mentoring programmes and a new campaign we've been working on since last year called Ask Her to Stand to try and support women getting into politics. So we're campaigning to get more representation, we're helping women to get there, and we're just trying to spread the message about having more females represented in politics in the UK. So what does the current picture look like for women in politics? In 2018, as it stands, men still outnumber women by two to one in the House of Commons and in the House of Lords, it's three to one. Over the last 100 years since women had the right to stand and vote, 4,992 people have been elected as MPs, but only 489 of them have been women, which is just... 9.8%. 9.8%. When this campaign first started, we had um, men were outnumbering women three to one, so things are getting better since 2013. But we, you know, we're, we're still gunning for for having a roughly equal numbers of uh, men and women in the House of Commons. We only need 117 more women to be elected for us to be as an equal standing to men. So it doesn't feel impossible. <laughs> What do you think are some of the main barriers to women being able to access um, positions of power within Parliament? I think a big barrier is that to run as an MP, it's kind of estimated to cost, on average, about £34,000 through loss of earnings, um, things like childcare, travel, and just general expenses whilst you're on the campaign trail. So when you're trying to become um, an MP, you need to be campaigning, you need to be out there doing work but you haven't got the job yet so you're not getting paid one of the things 5050 does is to try and support women and give them information and access of where they might be able to get funding how to talk to political parties about running for them and kind of nurturing them through i think i mean it's really basic but i just think the patriarchy has a yeah. lot to do I mean, <laughs> it's can i just there. say the patriarchy <laughs> is a big barrier and what does that mean like like deconstruct that a little okay bit. what 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 does that mean for people who want to who are politically inclined and they they want to they have a voice they want to share it but for some reason they don't politics as being that for them that for them being you know growing up as a woman being socialized as a woman you're not necessarily taught I mean this is talking very averagely but you're not taught to come forward to speak up to take leadership roles a lot of women often try and take up as little 
space as possible, often do the majority of childcare, emotional labour within a relationship. You know, the gender pay gap, women just generally get paid less than men. There's not as many women in positions of power, the the age-old thing of you can't be what you can't see. And just kind of life as a woman, like we could be here forever talking about how the patriarchy holds women back in different avenues. I think Parliament in particular is seen as an old boys club. Mm. Like, a huge proportion of ex-prime ministers have come from Oxford University, privately educated white men is the kind of the average politician when you think of a politician that's who you think of diversity is getting better and different voices are coming through and we do have a female prime minister right now so hopefully things are are moving closer but it's just about breaking down those kind of more invisible barriers as well as the visible barriers that women face I know myself you as a you know I spend half my time apologizing for just entering a room every time I speak I feel like I have to qualify everything I say 10 times I have to have every stat exactly I have to have every piece of information exactly there and that does hold you back from putting yourself forward because you're never as confident as you are I read an interesting study this week about how men back themselves and you know that feminist is a hashtag that says back yourself as much as an average white man <laughs> sounds brilliant and it was it was a thing of saying that basically men will back themselves they'll think that they are more intelligent than they are they're cleverer than they are much more than women do and the statistics are kind of crazy and we're just so used to seeing men in power throughout my whole life you know Theresa May's the first female prime minister I've seen in my life those gender those kind of old-fashioned gender roles that are still hanging on Mm, definitely I, I remember hearing somewhere um that women express opinions men express facts yeah, and I, I think I think that's very true. So even now, like the kind of language I use, I start things with "I think" or "I feel" or "In my opinion," whereas yeah. my male counterparts are like, "No, this is it. This is the thing." And you know, you're like, "Well, actually, mm. no. That's just your opinion, your version of events." So yeah, how we sort of own language and how we communicate mm. is really interesting as well. A lot of being a politician <laughs> is to be able to communicate your views and your policies, speech making, and being very publicly visible. In my TV career, I used to work with Russell Brown and he, he, he taught me a lot about owning your language, how saying this is how something is, take out all the qualifiers and just tell them straight, believe in yourself. And it actually taught me a lot spending time with somebody like that who was very confident in their opinions and somebody who a lot of people trust and just take their, you know, take, 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 take their word for things it really helped me to stop over-qualifying, apologising, saying, oh, I think, or it could be this, I think I've heard this, I'm not quite sure. I'll often start something with, I'm not quite sure of the statistics, but, and then we'll rattle off a statistic. And I remember working in television, I used to do political TV shows, and if we were out of the office having a drink and we'd start talking about policy or kind of statistics or anything like that, I'd say something and people wouldn't believe me and then I'd go home at like midnight half drunk looking up a statistic and then emailing it round to them and everyone's like why have you sent me this it's like because you didn't believe me that this percentage of women do this (laughs) and yeah it's it's that thing of of kind of backing yourself and pushing yourself forward what would you say to um, people who just turn around and say well 
you know, women should be more confident, women should be more assertive, it takes a certain number of skills, about skills to be a politician, and women just need to push themselves, that kind of emphasis on the individual as opposed to the wider structural oppression. What's been, what's your response to that? I think convincing people who aren't already in in tune with structural oppression is such a hard thing to do, and it's really difficult because often you don't have the time to sit them down and be like, this is how the patriarchy works, this is how ingrained sexism, ingrained racism, you know, how, how all these power structures are set up. I think putting it on an individual is kind of not the point of 50-50 parliament like we want to champion individuals to take part but not every woman has to be really really confident and ready to be a politician for us to be able to realistically say we should have uh, equal representation of women in parliament we have 32 million women in this country to get the right number of women in the house of commons for it to be, be equal we only need 117 so that is one person every 100,000 it doesn't have to be everybody and the women that do want it there are things that you can do there are people you can talk to there are places you can do to practice making speeches and learning about things and just having more visible women doing it does encourage younger people to get involved and feel like they can do it Sometimes people turn around um, with initiatives that push for um, this kind of social change um, with a remark around, you know, you're just putting people in to tick boxes, you're not putting the right person in for the role, it should be done on merit yes. and on, um, you know, talent of the individual rather than what their race is or what their gender is. Mm-hmm. What's your response to that? Well, I just think if we are, if you think we're living in a meritocracy right now, then you think that white males are fundamentally better than any other demographic of human being. And that just isn't the case. It's Again, it's that convincing somebody about underlying issues of the patriarchy, of sexism, of misogyny. And, you know, the, 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 the numbers of women that we have in this country and the diversity within those women of experiences, of education, of backgrounds, of ages we have enough women and talented women to take on these roles. They're just not being given the opportunity, firstly by the political parties, they're not being pushed nearly enough, in my opinion, and by their peers and people around them, teachers, and being given that opportunity to to go for it. And that's not to say there isn't women out there who don't want to be politicians, because there definitely are. They just need to connect with the parties, and the parties need to have a real incentive to push push them through. And is there a sort of particular party that you are sort of representing or No. <laughs> right. We so Fifty Fifty Parliament is a cross party campaign, so we have no alliance to a particular party. And I think it's really important we when, whilst campaigning with Fifty Fifty Parliament, I've managed to spend time with people of different political persuasions. You know, we're often all kind of called out and living in our echo chambers. I'm, you know, I'm left wing and I don't think I spend much time with conservatives or people from the right wing. But doing 50-50 Parliament, I've I've got to know a lot of other women and you realise that the kind of feminist cause filters throughout everything. Every, you know, every woman of every demographic feels it, feels it in different ways, but still feels it and has, you know, has their ways to get through. 
getting more women in Parliament isn't about getting a certain type of woman in Parliament. It's about getting a diverse range of women in Parliament that represent a cross-section of womanhood and what that means. And it's quite frustrating that we're forced into our like gender binaries when we're talking about men and women because it's never as simple as this is a man, this is a woman, this is what they look like. And I think not we're already kind of restricted by that, so let's not restrict ourselves to a particular party because we want the opportunity for women to be in Parliament, to be the goodies, to be the baddies, to be the loud ones, the quiet ones, to have a full range of emotions and be able to just show people that they are complete individuals as men are allowed to be. When you, um, I mean, it's 2018, um, it's in the centenary of when some women got the vote. Yeah. Um, what I find really interesting is the way in which power um, is shared in instalments mm-hmm. um, and the fact that some women got the vote. It yeah. was still married women over a certain age who owned property. So you're thinking about class and you're thinking about a whole range of other privileges. It's 100 years later. How what's your response um, and what do you do to really ensure that when we talk about getting women represented we're actually talking about women of colour we're talking about women who are perhaps um, from the LGBT community Mm. women who are disabled you know everything is intersectional and parliament needs to be as well and it's like um, when when you start putting people into demographics you see the disparity widen in certain areas whether that's to do with your sexuality your race um, disability and other things like that and parliament will be a much better place if it's more diverse in every single way the kind of great thing about womanhood is that it captures so many different parts of life we as human beings are so diverse and 50-50 parliament want to make sure that it's not white middle class women coming through Mm. because that's not that's kind of defeated the purpose of it 50-50 parliament is about equality across every section Um, and even you know you talk about 50-50 men and women what does that really mean it's one of those things that we are using the binary terms man, woman, and the 50-50 to represent the ideals of the society that we live in rather than our own personal views. Society champions men over women, so we're trying to equal the playing field for women. But that's not to say that we believe that all men are as privileged as each other and all women are as privileged as each other. It's really important to kind of understand it in those terms rather than just man, woman. Like we are toilet signs and nothing more. So say I Mm. am interested in um, going into politics um, and I approach 50-50, what what kind of support can I expect? So on the 50-50 Parliament website, which is 5050parliament.co.uk, if you yourself are interested in becoming an MP, you want to run, you can follow the links and send your information away so you can get some mentorship and support by the kind of wealth of experience of women that work with 50-50 Parliament and can guide you through the process. Because a lot of it is kind of admin stuff that people don't really get. Also, if you have any friends, family members, colleagues who you think they would be a great MP, they should definitely get into this. In the Ask Her to Stand 
um, campaign, there's a, there's a kind of a click-through link as well that you can put in the person you want to nominate's details, why you want them to stand and send it through to them. So they get the encouragement for 50, 50 Parliament to say, if you want to go through with this, we're here to help and support you and to help you along the way. Statistics have shown that women need to be asked three times for them to run for Parliament, mm-hmm. which is, is kind of crazy, but apparently that is so. So if you could get, get nominated by three friends, then it hopefully will give people a real confidence boost to think, yeah, maybe I can do this and look into it. Initially, if you want to find out about it, you don't have to go and stand. It's just registering your interest to say, yeah, this might be something I'd like to look into. What do I need to do? And you get a bigger picture. I think it's so hard to find all the details of what I need to do to become an MP. And, um, you know, the, the women working with 5050 Parliament have experience running as MPs, experience in, in, in business, in campaigning, in so many different areas. It's such a kind of great collection of people from all walks of life that will be able to help you. And, yeah, I, th- I think it's a really great resource. If I was maybe started a different career I might have done it myself I might even now like I do think in some years to come and it's through working with 50-50 and meeting other women that you do get that confidence boost and it feels like it's in touching distance rather than something that was it would never be for you Mm. which kind of leads me on to um, the final question Um, so yeah women got um, some women got the um, right to vote 100 years ago Um, and it's it's easy to be quite cynical and think you know, there's so much we, we still need to do. Um, but it's always nice to take a moment to actually acknowledge the progress that we've made in such a short period of time. Mm. What do you and 5050 want from the next 100 years? Do you know what? I think looking in terms of 100 years, it's too far. Mm. I think 5050 Parliament are a lot more eager than that. <laughs> um, there were some, some statistics to show that if we carry on growing the number of women in Parliament at the same rate, we'll be looking at potentially another 100 years before we have equal numbers of men and women in Parliament. But I think it's achievable much sooner than that. You know, 50-50 Parliament won't stop until there's mu- there's more women in, in, in Parliament, putting pressure on political parties and people in public life to really take notice of this and Get, get more women's voices heard. And it is, it's quite a straightforward campaign, you know. Our, our goal is Parliament. And, of course, everyone in our campaign cares about other issues. There are huge issues around women in the UK and all over the world that we support and we love working with other feminist groups. But for 50-50, it's quite simple. It's Parliament, it's getting more women in there. Whoever you are, if you identify as a woman, we want to help you get there and those in power we're gonna keep talking to you until it happens charlie it's been so great speaking to you and i know 5050 have been regularly attending the annual filia conference yes so looking forward to see you at this year's yeah um and thank you so much for sharing your wonderful wonderful experience and insights who knows i might look into politics myself thanks very much thank you